Welcome back, Double Teamed fam. How are we doing on this beautiful, well, you're going to be hearing this on Thursday, Thursday morning, afternoon, whatever time of the day you're listening. Anyways, yeah, we're, you know, we're back. Just Kimmy and Nikki. It's just the two of us. Just the two of us. I thought of that song. <gasps> we can make it if we try. Just the two. Do you not know the lyrics? No, I forgot them. Okay. Just the two of us. Um, just the two. At least I remember that. Part. Okay, we're terrible at singing. I'm sorry if you had to listen to this. So, anyways, okay. Before we get started today's episode, I wanted to tell a little story. I've been saying for months now that I really wanted to have outdoor sex, and you know how hard it is to find a dude that's like willing to have sex outdoors. A lot harder than I thought. See, I haven't experienced this yet, but okay. You know? You've never had sex outdoors? No, I mean, like, I haven't experienced problems with finding a person to have sex with outdoors. Okay. I mean, I feel like it's definitely something that, you know, you probably do with someone that you've already been having sex with. Yes. That you're like, because then, you know, it's kind of like, I think it's kind of intimate to have sex outdoors. It's a lot of fun, you know? Yeah, it's very you, free. You get to the top of the hill, there's a bench, there's two bike riders in the distance, it's nighttime, so they can't really see much. And you don't have much time to get it done, but you try anyway, and it's fun. Yeah, so I've been asking dudes for well over a year now. I'm like, hey, would you be down to go have sex at this hike? And they'd be like, yeah, and then it like, then I'm like, okay, let's plan it, and then they just never do. Anyways, so this guy and I, we've actually been talking for almost a year, but we never met because he lives in Santa Barbara. And oh, yeah. So, Kimi, you actually matched with him too. So I did. Yeah, remember, like when he matched, he matched with me, and then him and I were talking, and then he was like, "I think I just matched with your sister," and I'm like, "OMG, how funny!" He was like, "Should I start a group chat?" And I'm like, "LMAO, no." Um, so <laughs> y'all didn't talk much, obviously, because him and I were talking, but we were always just like friends. And then he was in a relationship for a couple months, and then like I had my relationships going on, but we always like maintained a friendship and like talking, and like I Facetimed him occasionally, and like you know vented to him about my problems. He vented to me about his. Anyways, we never met. And like, I've literally been talking to him since April, <laughs> almost a year. And we never met. So finally, he was like, hey, you know, why don't we finally schedule a date to like meet up? And, you know, by this point, like, I felt like we really knew each other, but we just like had never been on a date or anything. So I was like, yeah, absolutely. Let's do it. And I didn't have any plans for Valentine's Day. So he was like, why don't we meet up on Valentine's Day? He's like, how cute our first date can be on Valentine's Day. I'm like, adorable, let's do it. So yeah, he sends me the location for like a random spot off Pacific Coast Highway. And we love that. Yeah, we met up there at like 8, 9 p.m. It was really random. Like, anyway, and I knew this dude for like- Thank God you had your location turned on. (laughs) Yeah, and I knew him for like over a year. Otherwise, I'd have been like, no, somewhere more public. But like, I knew him, I trusted him. Like, we'd been talking long enough. And anyways, so I, we went to this spot. It turns out it's like a sand dune off the highway, like off Pacific Coast Highway. And it's like literally just like a hill of sand that overlooks the ocean dope spot is it called a sand dune then yeah it is a hill of sand yeah yeah it is anyways and so we like we got little blankets out we had a bottle of wine funny thing was he forgot the wine opener oh how'd you open it so we like we used a key 
and like jammed the key in it and kind of twisted it down and then we like pushed it all the way in somehow he had like this little tool thing on his key we pushed it in and then we got it open enough to where like we could pour some out so that was his whole little thing anyways we were laughing about that and then we were just talking we literally talked for like a couple hours and then finally you know we were like a little wine not not even buzz but like you know just like a little wine happy wine drunk tipsy. no we weren't no but that's the thing like we weren't really inebriated like it was it was just kind of like you have a nice little warmth about you and you feel a little relaxed but you're like totally coherent and you're not very like slightly tipsy not even like sl- not even slightly buzzed anyways like a mini okay. mini mini buzz so we <laughs> we started like making out and then it got like progressively horny i don't know before we knew it and it was like the you got m- turned on yeah turned on yeah before we knew it we're like having sex on the standard and no one's around because by now it's like past 10 o'clock at night and so there's no one around we're kind of way high up in the hill like by this rock so you really can't like see much but it was just kind of funny because like i was a little bit like we're, we're right by a highway and there are cars and i'm like no way they can see anything and like you really can't because like it's kind of high up and like it's dark anyways so it was a really fun experience and it's just so liberating to like come under the stars you know like a full it was almost a full moon and i don't know about you guys but like organic nut yes sometimes like when i'm orgasming and especially since it was almost a full moon like that's a good time to manifest some shit so like i remember oh my god (laughs) what it is go on yeah so like as i'm coming under this like almost full moon i was like manifesting things that i wanted anyways but not out loud, like in my head. Like he I had no idea. He had no <laughs> idea. What was going like, on. I really want like the podcast to be successful. Like, oh my god. <laughs> Anyways, so it's beautiful. Um, yeah, and then there was one time a car drove by and they honked, and both of us like peeked our heads up and we were like, "Was that for us?" I'm like, "I don't know. They probably can't see because like it just looks like a blob of like black." Okay, wait, wait, hold on. If this is the highway and this yeah. is the ocean. The sand dunes on this side. On this side. So the highway is like sandwiched between the sand dune and the ocean. The waves were gnarly too. They were like crashing. Oh, it was a really God. nice sound because it was like the waves crashing, the wind. Like it was a very like beautiful setting. Full moon, a star, you know, starry sky. It was a lot of fun. Anyways, so that really sated my outdoor sex desires. For a while now. I think I'm okay. Like, I don't plan to go back to that sand dune for a while. I have a few good hikes that are good for outdoor sex. What what cracked me up the most is, like, as we were, like, walking down and we were done and whatever, he was like, is this going to go on the podcast? And I'm like, absolutely. absolutely. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. Sorry, sir. Okay. But it was nice to finally meet him, and I think we're going to try to make plans to meet up again. I write his name down, because I need to remember who this was. That- you know oh oh yeah you know the funny thing is too we did his chart wow because you know if you're gonna go on a date with me chances are we're gonna do your chart so okay i thought that's who you were talking about yeah but i was laughing because he has kind of like longer hair kind of like that lion's mane look Mm -hmm. he puts it in a man bun all the time and like i love the man bun look on him but anyways and we did his chart and before we even did his chart i'm like he has leo in his big three because usually people with that kind of hair have leo in their big three sure enough 
Homeboy is a Leo rising. Mm. Right? Hold on. I'm going to double check, but I'm pretty sure that's what it was. Anyways, so beautiful night under the stars. And remember, guys, when you're orgasming, great time. They say like sexual energy is very powerful. So like it's good to manifest while you're orgasming. Yeah, Leo rising. But yeah, great time to let the universe know what you want to harness. And you know what I'm wondering? I feel like ever since then, my sexual energy has been directed more towards non-sexual things, more like the things that I want to like focus on. Hmm. So like what if like that manifestation during my orgasm like shifted my sexual energy? That'd be, I mean, superb, I think. More productive, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, way more productive because I haven't been as horny for like actual sex. Anyways, moving right along, today's topic is going to be a short, little, fun, sweet episode on everyone's favorite fantasy. Wait, hold on, but preface this by saying that it's in tandem with oh yeah yeah. so good clean love reached out to us and they're like hey we're doing an article on threesomes we'd love to get your advice on you know peep for couples who are interested in threesomes or people that are interested in doing i'm like absolutely send over some questions and i'll shoot you some responses so they did i love working with good clean love because i think they're doing a lot to like really like at least on their instagram and like their newsletter and stuff they're doing a lot to like kind of promote sex positivity and like a variety of things like they did recently a post on non-monogamy and they had asked us for some questions on that as well i thought that was great yeah everybody's hopping on the train well not only that but it's like you know they're a big brand you know lube company and you know they're female run and on top of that they're you know staying on top of like the topics the emerging things that you know that should be discussed in sex education and their spotify playlists are dope really i haven't checked them out the ones that they did for like valentine's day and like for sex and stuff you've seen the post i've seen the post but i've never yeah the playlists are dope but I haven't actually checked out the playlist. Okay, I'll have to do that. Anyways, so, so I didn't know this, but March 3rd, 3-3 is threesome day. Did you oh, know? Oh, yeah. 3-3. Yeah. Well, happy threesome day. Happy threesome day. Who's having a threesome today? If you are, shoot us a DM. Let, let us, us know, know how it is. Yeah. Don't get too detailed. Let Unless it, we ask. Let us know what you have planned, like, you know, high level. But I hope you find a threesome today. And remember, guys, you know, it can just be you, your partner, and a new toy. If you can't find a person, a new toy. Yeah. To celebrate the occasion with. Or it could just be you and two toys. Yeah. It's probably what it's going to be like for me. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I don't. What I have a date on Thursday, so I don't. We're recording this on Monday or Tuesday. By, by I don't the way. know. Or I have a date later today. I don't know if. I mean, it's definitely. It's not like him and I are going to go find a threesome. Yeah, I was going to say that. But I do want to, like, you know, text my doms and be like, I love being your third, you know, something. Aww, and like. Send a little card. You know, the cutest thing was on Valentine's Day, my doms got me a card that was like poly friendly. It said something really cute, like, you know, actually, let me get the card. It says, we have so many wishes for you on Valentine's Day. It took the two of us just to get them all in here. And then it said, most adorable card. Yeah. Happy love day. And then they wrote like a message and I nearly cried when they gave it to me. And for those, this is the card. So cute. Super cute. It's one of my most prized possessions now. And they also gave me a collar that said, come dumpster. So I don't know if y'all remembered, but I mentioned in an episode last year, I'm like, I want a collar that says come dumpster. Lo and behold, they got me one because they are literally the best people on this planet. Anyways, so 
back to threesomes. Let's dive in. For those of you that aren't on Instagram or um, don't follow Good Clean Love and won't see the post, I thought they had some good questions. Some like the most common questions I get when it comes to threesomes. So I'm like, let's talk about them. We can kind of review them real quick. I love a good threesome, honestly. I think they're so much fun. I've had a, a wide variety. They can be very explorative, but they are very intimidating for people, I think. I still think, though, that they are kind of like the, I don't want to say the gateway to non-monogamy, but for a couple to open up to a threesome, that is, you know, like we said. It's the, usually like a, a good way to start that's more like low pressure than being like, hey, we're going to go date other people. Yeah, to experiment, see how you like it. And, you know, maybe that's how they get into swinging or, you know, soft swap or fold swap. I know in the first episode when we mentioned the cake, like that lower layer, threesomes, that's kind of where they fall. Anyways, okay. So first question, how should a monogamous couple approach the idea of a threesome or prepare for having a threesome? And I thought this was a really good question because it brought up, or my response at least is something that like, I think everyone should have this discussion at some point. I said, I truly feel all couples should have a discussion about what would happen if the situation organically arises during a night out. And I say that because like, imagine you and your boo are out and about, okay? You hit it off with, you know, a girl or a guy and it's, you know, maybe starting to get a little flirty, a little seamy. What if y'all never discussed what would happen in that situation? What if one of you is like all gung-ho about a threesome and then the other one's like, fuck no. So I feel like you just got to have that conversation, like maybe towards the beginning of the relationship. Hey, if we're ever out, maybe after you define the relationship, let's wait till after you define the relationship. But let's say you're out and about and then you're like, okay, let's say we find ourselves in this situation. You can just have a discussion about, you know, hey, if this happens, are you open to a threesome? And you can approach it from the perspective of like, I'm not saying we're about to go out and look for a bunch of threesomes. I'm saying if we ever find ourselves in this situation, would you be okay with it or not? That way you both know like, okay, if it ever happens, yes, we're both in it. Or say one of you is a yes and one of you is a no. Then you can discuss like, okay, well, is that, what if that changes like in the scenario or something along those lines? Or you're both like, no, we don't want that. I feel like you should at some point establish that in the beginning of the relationship so that you know. Yeah. Or I mean, if you even like, I don't know, like let's say like you start going out, maybe you have to find the relationship, whatever you want, you have that conversation, even if it was one person approaching y'all or what if y'all found a person like that you both saw and you're like, hey, you know, like you see someone cute, they see the same person, they're like, we think we're they're cute and then you go for it you know yeah so in those instances i would say yeah it's good to like prepare yeah that way you just know okay because it can happen but i did write in my response also when you have that discussion be like what would be some kind of general you know boundaries rules things like that like maybe your girl is okay with you know you going down on another girl but like she doesn't really want penetration like she doesn't want you to have sex with another girl yeah you know, that might be a little bit tough because like, you know, it's kind of not fair for the third person there, but something to discuss because yeah, those boundaries and, and everything's going to look different for everyone. So I feel like y'all should include that in the discussion. Like I said, you're not looking for it. You're just like, if it ever happens, this is what our plan would be. I think I remember when I was with my ex-fiance, we sort of broached that conversation like two years in. Oh yeah. Just kind of like, what if but i don't remember where like it didn't go anywhere but yeah i think we like briefly discussed it like at night when the lights were turned off so it wasn't like 
eye contact sort of situation because I felt awkward. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I see. So like yeah. you're both in bed. Yeah. Yeah. That's not a bad time. No. And I mean, the chances of it like happening really organically, they are kind of low, but it's not impossible. Like it can very well happen. I think it depends on where you are geographically. Yeah, that too. Like if you're in a big city, I mean, I'm sure people in country bars and, you know, bumfuck nowhere kind of get curious about threesomes too, Cammie. Well, no, like, I, it's no, not- I know, but I'm saying like, I think it's just going to be very situational and like the types type of bars that you go to. Because I feel like, for example, I would like when you go to the gay bars, mm-hmm. I feel like gay men are like really open about like approaching a third for a threesome. Like it's, they're mm-hmm. very comfortable doing it rather than when it's like a cis hetero couple approaching another person, I think. So it it just kind of depends on where you're at. Yeah, I guess. And then my other piece of advice for how a monogamous couple should approach the idea or prepare was, and I see this on Reddit all the time, hire a sex worker, hire a professional to do it. I actually love it. I had a friend recently, her and her husband are honeymooning in Europe and she reached out to me. She was like, hey, have you ever hired a sex worker in Europe for like a threesome or something like that? And I was like, I have not. She was like, you know, my husband and I are going and we really want to have a threesome experience, but he figured the best way to do it would be with a sex worker where it's legal in Europe and, you know, it's like with a professional. And I thought that was so great that he recommended that because I do think that's a great way to go. And people on Reddit all the time when couples post, they're like, we want to have a threesome. Everyone's like, hire a sex worker. No, I think that's great. Yeah, it is so much easier. And on top of that, like it's a professional, it's a service. I think that's a great way to go for the first time because you're going to be nervous. Okay. You're not going to know what to do. It's going to be a very new experience. And so for if you're bringing another noob in, (laughs) yeah, if it's like everyone's first time, like, yeah, I mean, it could be very, you know, fun and explorative, but like also very maybe a little awkward and maybe a little bit overwhelming for everyone. And, you know, you could find yourself in some like really uncomfortable or traumatic situations. So if a couple really wants that experience, if that's like, if you're actually looking for it, try a sex worker. Granted, I understand like the legality of that in certain areas. I don't really know where sex work is legal. I know in some areas it is prostitution, but I don't know exactly. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's legal in Vegas. Yeah. Okay. So like, and I mean, not everyone's got to have the money, you know, to go to Europe to experience a threesome for the first time. But if you find yourself in a place where it's legal, like, I think that's a great way to do it. Why not? I think so too. Plus, you know, when they have that experience, they have that confidence. It's just going to be much more of a recipe for like, you know, something positive rather than... I mean, people all the time, like, you know, when you're new to something, you hire people to help you kind of in the beginning. Like, you, you know, don't pe- call your friend to come help you, you know, unclock your toilet, you know? I so mean, like, like a plumber. Um, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you hire like a plumber. You hire like a therapist, right? When you have a couple, when as a couple, if you need help on, in another area, you hire a therapist. You hire, I don't know, for all kinds of things. We hire people to help us understand and learn about them. So it's like, I don't understand why we can't do that with sex. Yeah. So that's the tip of the day. Who was it? Wait, did we have a friend whose parents, like, where did I hear this story? For the first time, the mom hired like a sex worker to have sex with the son for the first time so that she could teach him about it. It was one of our friends. It was. Yes. Okay. And it wasn't the, I don't, I don't remember if it was the mom. I thought it was the dad. No, I think it was the mom that orchestrated it. But yeah, but she hired a sex worker to have sex with her son for the first time so that he could have like a positive experience and learn from it and like kind of like a, you know, a controlled environment. So like, you know, that safety is being practiced, things like that. 
preference i mean yeah, i I'll, get that's not honestly like that's not a bad idea if i had children i i would be very curious to do that but then again like maybe it takes away from like the original you know the original experience i don't know anyways so that was the second well, there's piece. a lot of factors yeah, yeah yeah that was the second piece of advice is to hire sex workers um so like if it doesn't happen organically and if it doesn't you know happen with the sex worker the third kind of method that i recommended and i've talked about this before in another episode hop on the dating apps but the thing about hopping on the dating apps is do you know how many couples out there are on the dating apps looking for a threesome and how many girls or guys are there looking for a couple to have a threesome with like supply and demand like there's a plethora of couples there's a very small amount of individuals looking for that so understand that like you can't be too aggressive and i'm a unicorn okay like i love having threesomes with couples like i've had a lot of them so to me they're fun you know i remember i was talking with a girl she was like you know you're like the star of the show i'm like yeah it's the yellow <laughs> it is <laughs> and i like it usually because like guys in relationships tend to be very respectful but I've had positive experiences because I've done a really good job of vetting the couples that I've gone out with. So usually I'll like get to know them first in like a no pressure setting without the expectation of sex. So like a dinner or drinks or something, but like sex is off the table for that first time or maybe two times and then talk to them, you know, get to know them a little bit like on the apps or a phone or Instagram, whatever. Like I go through kind of like a rigorous process before I hop in bed with a couple. And that has helped me have really positive experiences. So as a couple, I feel like you really just have to like, you know, kind of be chill about it, like not force it. Just see how you and how you like the person, see how it goes. And then from there, like if it leads to a threesome great if it doesn't but also make sure like you're ready for it because what was that one horror story that we read where it was like the girl had found a couple who were looking to have a threesome and then the whole threesome ended up being the husband like while he was inside the girl oh yelling at his wife like i love you no she wasn't he wasn't yelling at it yeah so this this was on reddit actually this girl was like talking about this experience that she had where it was with a couple, but she had been kind of dating them. It wasn't just like... I couldn't remember that part. It it was, I, I but either she, way, like basically, I guess the husband and the wife were having like some issues in bed. And then whenever they had sex with this girl, the, the three of them together, like he was inside the girl and then looking up at the wife and telling her how much he loved her. And I'm like, okay, so you're trying to prove to your wife that you love her by saying it and affirming it with words while you're inside another girl. Like, I don't think this is how that should have gone. And apparently like they had some bad sex before the threesome. And that's why like they were using the threesome as a way to like have a better experience. And I'm like, no, you should have like had better sex together and then gone into the threesome so that was my whole point with that story that i was trying to say like if you're trying to go in for a threesome make sure you're doing it for the right reasons yeah be respectful make sure you're both in a good place like yeah make sure you had like bomb sex the day before i don't know yeah you're both in a good mood anyway so my line there was my best advice if using the apps be respectful make it mutually beneficial and don't force it like be chill about it for me it's like the couples that like act like they don't want to have a threesome with me that i'm like yeah let's do it because it's the ones that are too pushy that i'm like oh mm. oh no thank you it's a good way to look at it yeah the second question do you have any tips for how couples or a single person should choose a partner or partners it just kind of feels like dating you know Hey, DT fam, you know how important STD testing is and how often we discuss it on our show. 
which is why I'm super stoked to be working with stdcheck.com. So whether you are with a new partner or you just want to stay on top of your sexual health, maybe you have multiple partners or maybe you went to a sex party and forgot to use a condom, whatever it is, it is super important for you to be maintaining your sexual health and that obviously includes STD testing. So stdcheck.com is the leader in reliable and affordable lab-based STD testing. I've done this many times, so I'm definitely a big fan of this. Basically, you order your test online and then go right to one of their certified labs, get your testing done, no doctor visit is required, and then you do get your results emailed to you in about two days. What I love about stdcheck.com obviously is it offers confidential and convenient STD testing. This is how I typically do my testing, especially when I want to do a full, full panel. So with multiple online payment options, it's super easy to set up and also you just have that peace of mind. If you're looking for a super convenient way to go get tested, head on to stdcheck.com. And right now, stdcheck.com is offering our listeners $10 off your order. So go to doubleteamedfam.com. Of course, we'll have that linked in the episode description. Click on stdcheck and use code DTF to get $10 off your next STI test. That's doubleteamedfam.com. Click on stdcheck and use code DTF to go get tested. And this is just a great way to support our show while you're taking care of your sexual health. So thank you guys. Go get tested. Find someone that you have good chemistry with, that you're attracted to. Is everyone getting along? Like I said, you know, those no pressure settings can be like a really good way to feel out the energy and make sure everyone's comfortable. Another thing here, I didn't really mention this in my response, but like if it is like a threesome where it's two girls and a guy, I definitely think that the amount of experience the girl has with other girls is something to be taken into account. Not that I'll never have a threesome with like a couple who's like new to, you know, the woman exploring her bisexuality, Mm. but I've actively tried to avoid the scenario where like, I don't want a girl to go down on me for the first time ever, like, and then figure out she doesn't like pussy. Like, I don't want to be that guinea pig. That's a personal preference. Okay. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I sometimes like to ask, like, have you had other threesomes? Like, and, and kind of get a feel for how experienced the girl is with other girls. I'm not saying she has to be super experienced. I'm just saying I don't want, like, in the middle of a threesome for her to be like, never mind, I don't like girls. That's a fear of mine. So I'm like, I've just actively avoided it. Yeah, but then it's like, you at least have to, like, you know, they have to find out some way. Yeah, I know they do, but I'm saying I don't want to be that guinea pig. So I Well, no, but they can just actively communicate to you. Just be like, you know, especially like while you're getting into it, they could just be like, hey, you know, this is my first time. You know, bear with me in case, you know, I find out things that I don't like. That No, and that's totally fine and understandable. I'm just saying that's like a fear of mine. And I don't know. Why? Is that a fear because then it would be rejection? Maybe. I think what it is, is that it's just different with women and it is so it's like i don't mind being rejected by dudes and i'm not saying that i don't want to be rejected by women i'm just saying that like i haven't mm, i don't know i feel like it would then make me feel as if like imagine if your pussy was the one that made a girl decide like pussy's not for me (laughs) it's an ego thing 
that I mean, it's that an ego thing. ego thing it's an ego thing because it could just be because she I, doesn't I, vibe well with your personality like it could not even be about your your parts it could just be about who you are no but i'm but you're no, 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 no. You're, you're missing the point keeny oh, okay. i'm not talking about like how her and i vibe i'm talking if she if in that moment she decides i'm never touching another vagina again i would have an, uh-huh. my ego would have an issue with that okay so anyway maybe just yeah process that later yeah i'll process it in the but all i'm saying there is like you know, that's just that's just preference i don't know that's just preference but i think and i mean think about like threesomes where like it's the dude's first time playing with a dude so that's like, true if, yeah if it's two by men and then so like say say instead of the wife you mean one by man and one curious man or it could be two by men like well no because you're saying in the preface that you know oh yeah yeah okay so yeah one's by and then one's curious and then you have the girl right like i could totally understand in that scenario too maybe they'd want sometimes sometimes it can be tough exploring the first time with people just because yeah it can be kind of a kind of an ego thing i don't know it's intimidating that's okay my corruption kink loves to corrupt people but at the same time like i often like to make sure it's something that they will highly enjoy enjoy yeah i don't know anyways Mm. so what other piece of advice did i give there oh so i was saying like if you're a couple any tips on how to choose a partner if you're a couple and we said this before on the pod and you meet someone out organically approach them together i hate the bait and switch i really do where it's like oh i I can't tell you how many times on the dating apps it's like me and the girl arriving and then out of nowhere she's like what do you think about my dude and i'm like "Mm." (laughs) okay i see where this is going not just organically but like also on the dating apps too like have a picture of you and your dude on your profile and make it clear that you're looking for expansive experiences please yeah if you don't want to outright say you know we want a threesome that's a great way to put it we're looking for expansive experiences yeah or we're looking to explore sexually because that can mean a variety of things with other people yeah it doesn't have to always mean a threesome you know cucking or watching here's one thing though all the time girls i like they're like he doesn't have to join but can he watch and i sometimes struggle with that because i'm like that's like really appealing to the male gaze like i feel like (laughs) you know what i mean like i feel like i'm just like i'm not a piece of art well i mean i am a piece of art but you know what i'm saying yeah like i don't want to i don't want to be like a performer for your dude (laughs) now for the mean act (laughs) yeah like i don't mind i don't mind if they watch but sometimes i just struggle with it a little bit because i start to feel like i'm like a toy and don't get me wrong i have an objectification king i love to be objectified but sometimes like only when i really truly want to be objectified by that person situational yeah situational yeah not every experience you want that we understand anyways and then for individuals if you're an individual looking for a threesome i say just be direct with couples i think you're both hot start with that yeah simple as that i find you both very attractive i need to get out of the habit of every single time i see a dude that i think is hot and then i'm like oh maybe i'll go talk to him and then i see the girl pop up usually the girl's always a smoke show i need to get out of the habit of being like great i'm gonna go ask the both of them (laughs) Um, i don't see there's nothing wrong with there's not an issue with it but like that's like the train of thought there every time yeah you know what there's nothing wrong with that that's not a bad habit. You're just your little unicorn grazing along. And then you look up and you see, and while you're munching, you're like, 
Can you give a little weenie? <laughs> That's not a weenie. <laughs> I should have like. And stri- then you trot over. <laughs> I should have strapped a uh, like a dildo or something to my forehead. And then you nudge them. <laughs> Kimmy's giving like a whole reenactment of a horse right now. <laughs> okay. I'm just picturing a unicorn munching on grass. <laughs> It's just so cute. Okay. It's like a horse. It is a horse, but it's magical. I know they don't exist. Jeez. Anyways. I want to go on a farm right now. And go pet some horsies. Anyways. So, yeah. If you're like an individual, just like be direct about it and be like, hey, you know, I find the both of you attracted. I'm interested in exploring sexually. And if they're like, no, then you walk away and go find another couple. Chances are that... (laughs) chances are they're gonna be like dope i mean imagine like if you're an actual unicorn you know or i think the male version is dragon oh okay so this is a whole nother plane well so because now like, you're just like eating a sheep <laughs> you see a smoke show couple there's like fire coming out of your nose you're like <laughs> The point is that they're both mystical creatures because, like, there's not many individuals out there looking for it. And I'm not trying to make one of unicorns and dragons. I've just been reading a lot of fantasy fiction, and it's all I can picture. Okay, sorry. <clears throat> Reel it in. Anyways, but there was also another term that they used for dudes. I can't remember. Male unicorn? No. I don't remember. Anyways, those oh, are I didn't know which one you're talking those about. Those are the two that I've heard. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Dragon and unicorn. Yeah. Okay, and then the last question, any specific tips for having a successful and enjoyable threesome? Okay, this is probably like the meat of it. So I put first, discuss That's health. the shortest response. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but I mean like this is where I really wanted to like elaborate, you know? So Come like <laughs> discuss health, safety, practices, boundaries, limits, and desires beforehand obviously like if it's a more organic setting it's gonna really kill the mood if you're like all of a sudden like so when was the last time you got tested you know you gotta have a plethora of condoms because you're gonna be switching condoms between girls or like if it's two dudes and a girl uh, what does that look like do they do they both wear condoms yeah i guess or maybe one wouldn't regardless anyways discuss all of that beforehand that's why i as much as i love the organic approach like i like it when it's a little bit more of kind of like a planned thing so that you can actually prepare for it but that's a matter of personal preference you know some people really like them more like it happens and it's like serendipitous and you know all of that so and then also the other one the other piece of advice i gave is like don't overdo it on alcohol or other substances i remember my friend she was like when she asked me you know her and her husband want to have a threesome on their honeymoon she was like i need to get mad drunk for it i'm like no "No, girl no i was like just maybe i mean think about it this way in gossip girl the original gossip girl when they were going to do that threesome they all got really fucking drunk they only show you the making out part they don't show you the rest probably because dan could probably never get it up so don't yeah well i mean for a dude it can affect like your performance but then like for a girl alcohol dries you out yep okay and then not only that but like i feel like you want to be at least somewhat aware you got to be somewhat aware so yeah so i would say tread lightly on the substances you don't want to do that yeah you don't want to go you don't want to be like so hammered that and then i i feel like you're not gonna be able to emotions are gonna arise especially if it's your first threesome you know or like say it's like with a someone that's really attractive and maybe you're starting to feel like a little intimidated or something like that like your emotions are going to be a lot kind of more erratic if you're heavily inebriated i feel like inebriated inebriated what the fuck is inebriated 
That's not a it's word. It's ine- Oh, inebri. How do you spell inebriated? that? How do you spell that? Inebriated? E-N. I don't know. We'll have to Google that. Anyways, keep everyone's pleasure in mind. Don't be afraid to bring toys and plenty of lube. A lot of the threesomes inebriated. Yeah. Oh, I-N-E. Briated. Briated. Yep. Anyways, a lot of the threesomes that I've had have heavily incorporated toys and lube, and I, that's the best way to go. Use code double 20 at good clean love for some damn good lube i really like okay i'm gonna say one thing about the difference in the lubes from good clean love so there's the bio nude which is water-based gel and then there's the what is it almost naked Mm -hmm. which is aloe based i think yeah the one i have is almost naked okay pretty sure personally for sex with a human or a person i prefer the bio nude yes i feel like it lasts way longer for like when i'm using toys almost naked is great for toys. i like the almost naked lube yeah because the almost naked gets a little bit sticky with condoms and skin but i feel like it does really really well with silicone toys i agree because i've used it mostly with my toys and i absolutely love yeah it. but i think for like partnered sex the bio nude is the best of the two and it's literally one of my all-time favorite yeah, which I'm almost out, so I need to order some more. I'll be using code double twenty at Good Clean Love. Anyways, and then what else for the advice did I give? Oh, create a warm, comfortable environment, relax, have fun, so keep everyone's keep- pleasure in mind. Did you see that one already? Yeah, I already said keep everyone's. Yeah, because like you want it to be a mutually like I think so often people focus on like you know the couple you know they're fulfilling a fantasy by having a threesome. I get it. That's like a lot of people's fantasies to have a threesome. I think, you know, make sure it's a mutually beneficial experience for everyone involved. Like it's not just about the couple. It's also about, you know, the person coming in, like make sure everyone's having fun. Make sure everyone's treat it as just three people coming together in bed, having sex. Yeah. No previous relations. Yeah. Have fun with it. You all just like each other. I'm not saying everyone has to have an orgasm, but like, you know, be mindful of have you came at every threesome that you've had yeah multiple times that's another thing too is like uh, at least every threesome that i've had yeah almost all of them like me and the other girl when it's been threesomes with the other girl with another girl have come multiple times somehow the dudes have done a phenomenal job of staying erect the whole time and i will say but plenty of them most of the time they're like i need a second i need a break like at some point to like so that they don't come too quickly i think that's also a fear for guys is like that they'll come too quickly during a threesome i, I know of dudes who have used like cialis or viagra in those situations i don't recommend numbing condoms or like anything that's like numbing or yeah just take little breaks it's okay to ask like hey can i take a little chill pill well i mean would you say you usually start like how do you and that's and this is coming from a person who's never you know had a threesome like how do you go in like how do you start just Okay, there's been a variety of ways to start it. So like with my doms, obviously we start with like something BDSM related, whether that's like, you know, rope play or impact play or something along those lines. With a lot of like the more like vanilla couples, you know, start kissing. It's, you know, how you start like a normal sex scene, you know? Yeah. (laughs) Anyways, so start kissing and then you know start touching and undressing and you know the way that normally sex goes same way you just add another person i was just curious now i will say one time i had a couple i was their second threesome 
that they've ever had. So they had one with another girl before me, and then I was the second one that they ever had. We played like a card game, the three of us. And so like, I can't remember what it was. Basically like you all put like a card down and whoever has like the lowest card has to take off like a piece of clothing. Yeah, so something like that. It was something along those lines. It was actually really fun. And a I great, mean, that actually sounds like dope. Yeah, and it was a great way to do it. And what was funny was like the dude kept getting all the lower cards. So he was like butt ass naked. Oh, that's While funny. her and I are like still almost <laughs> You're still wearing clothes. your scarf. <laughs> your winter coat. <laughs> I will say though, with that couple, they were both younger. No, no, no. The guy was the same age as me and the girl was younger. I feel like she got a little bit intimidated once I got naked, I feel like she got a little bit intimidated and I was trying to make her feel more comfortable. But yeah, that was... How did you read that though? Like what made you... It was like her body language and just like she... Like in the beginning, she was like very into it. And then like once we actually... Like during the card game and everything, like she was having like a little fun. But then once we started like actually, you know, we're all naked, like starting to have sex and everything, she kind of withdrew a little bit, like mentally, I could tell. I think she got in her head about something. Probably. Yeah, I could see how that would happen. Yeah, and and that can happen and that's okay. So, but she had been with girls previously, but I think it had been kind of because they were like mostly monogamous and then Mm. they were starting to explore threesomes. I feel like it had been a while since she'd been with girls. And so to some extent, you know, maybe that was a factor of it too. Gotcha. It can be intimidating to be with women. I've never been with one fully, so I wouldn't. Yeah. Now, on the topic of like creating a warm and comfortable environment, some couples I know like to have threesomes away from their home so that it's not on their bed. I think so like maybe they get a hotel room for it or like, you know, if it's a night out that they hope leads to a threesome, like maybe they go get a hotel by, you know, all the fun bars. Um, And then if it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, you had to, you know, go have dope sex with just the two of y'all in this hotel room. Like, yeah, you know. So one of the couples that I met on Tinder, they were, she was like, we don't like to use our bed. We always go to hotels. And I'm like, I think that's dope that A, I'll establish that and B, you know, to kind of like separate it a little bit. Because I think in the beginning that can be like a beneficial thing to kind of keep it a little bit separate. So something to keep in mind there. Or if you're going to do it like in your own home, which most of them have been, like, I think it's super fun. But like, you know, some candles kind of like decent light you want more lighting because i feel like during partnered sex like you can turn the lights off and it's just the two of y'all right you know i mean you want like candle lighting yeah no i'm not saying you want like stadium like no no no, the kitchen lights on no no, no, this isn't yankee stadium but at the same time like you want more lighting than you probably normally have during partnered sex so that you can see you know yeah plus it's a very visual thing don't you want to see i'm picturing like Lots of pillows and blankets like in the living room with the fire going and like the TV or something. Yeah, I think that would be fun. But that's just me. I agree. I love mirrors because I love like, say, especially if it's like two dudes. And then the first reason I ever had was with two dudes and there was a mirror. And so like as I was blowing one and the other was fucking me, I saw that on the mirror and it was like the best thing ever. Wow. I would love to experience that. Yeah. And then one final distinction on threesomes, because I feel like at least every time I've seen this, people are like, well, what's the difference? Okay. We mentioned this on the episode with Nick briefly, but what the difference between like MMF, MFM. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. So if it's MMF, like if you see that posted, it means that like the guys are willing to play. If it's MFM means like guys stay separate, like they're hetero. 
Where I was like, if it's MMF, it's... It's basically, if the same letter is next to its same letter, then the same genders are willing to play. If yeah. not, so like, yeah. Same with like FFM, like the women are bi, versus like F M, M- F F. Yes. Then the women are not willing to play. Yeah. yeah. I see that a lot when people are asking. And I think you should know that because like if you're, say you want to put it on your dating profile, like, hey, we're looking for an MMF. You should know. Yeah. yeah. Because like, say you put, you know... Oh, we're looking for an FMF. A very different thing yeah very yeah so if you're going to be using those acronyms something because at least then you know because then you're like going into it you're like about to go for the girl's pussy and then she's like no did you not read you gotta discuss beforehand you gotta yeah. discuss beforehand what can and can cannot happen anyways so i hope you all find a threesome today to celebrate this lovely occasion i learned something new i didn't know it was threesome day so now i know three three march 3rd threesome day Imagine March 3rd on 2003. What were all those 90s couples doing? Yeah. Or like, what's the next, like, 2033, you know? Wow. It'll be 3333. Dope. We'll be alive by then. Yeah, I think so. How old? I, it would be so fun. Or I love introducing people to threesomes. I know it slightly contradicts what I said earlier about making sure that the girl... <laughs> I'm telling you, it's a fear, okay? It's just an ego thing. Oh my God. Okay, I don't, I don't want my pussy to be the one that turns someone away from pussy forever. But I do genuinely love giving giving that experience to people. Like, for example, the girl that I'm dating, which her and I are coming up on a year. Her and I started yeah. dating in April. Anyways, one of her dudes, he had broken up with his longtime partner. And so she was like, hey, let's give him a threesome to like make him feel better. And I was like, absolutely, let's do it. And so like, obviously I knew she's into girls, you know, because her and I have been hooking up for almost a year. And then... Wait, I, I think it was, are you hooking up or are you dating? Make that distinction. You know, I gotta ask her. It's like both. It's dating. We've gone on dates all the time. No, I know that. That's what yeah. I'm saying. Don't, okay, don't dating. diminish it. I'm not. I'm, no, I'm not. Okay. And I, I think it was his first threesome. Oh. So I was like super stoked about that. And then one of, I have a partner of mine, casual partner who wants a threesome and the thing about that this guy is like i've presented two options and both of them he's like mm, i don't know and they're both very attractive girls i think what it is is he gets nervous because he's all about it and then when i'm like okay let's schedule it they're both down it's okay yeah, he's then, a little nervous i know and that's fine i'm just saying like it makes me at this point i'm like i'll just have to wait until he's like he comes to me with like hey okay let's actually schedule it now because i'm trying to orchestrate it on his behalf and then he he gets a little a little nervous which is okay. It's okay. It happens. All right, everybody. Well, happy threesome, threesome day. Yeah. Remember, wear condoms. And bring. Go find you someone at the bar. <laughs> it's not going to be. It doesn't have as much of an appeal when you can't see you actually doing that. <laughs> Anyways. Um. We'll see you guys next time. Have a good day. <laughs>